0: Let's go to Jeff in San Diego. You're on with Dr. Clapper. How can I help? Hi, Doc. How you doing? Good are you good, loving Doc? the steel yeah.
1: drum today, Jeffrey? It's pretty sweet music. I like <laughs> it.
0: And you're 49. When's your birthday? Uh, October 21st. I'll be 50.
1: <laughs> what are you going to do for your 50th birthday? Well, hopefully I'll be in Hawaii uh, paddling, <laughs> the Mol- paddling the Molokai Channel the oh. week before. That's a monumental thing to do for a monumental day. Good for you. I'm proud of you. What do you do for a living? I'm a career lifeguard at the beach and a park ranger.
0: Oh, fantastic. That's great. You could, have you come close to sharks in the
1: water? Uh, not as much as people might think, but <laughs> hey, they're, they're definitely out there. That's for sure.
0: I'd rather run into a shark in the water than a lawyer, I think. So uh, you got plenty of those in the ocean. Absolutely. So, <laughs> so talk to me. Tell me what it hurts. How can I help you?
1: All right. Well, I had a reconstructive shoulder surgery. I had a torn infraspinatus and supraspinatus uh-huh. and a biceps tendon reroute in October of 2014. Okay. Spent the whole winter rehabbing, got back in my outrigger canoe uh, in my club last year, had a whole season of paddling, successful, uh, paddled uh, Catalina, did everything, uh, training hard, etc etc and then this last off season this last winter got into kettlebells a little bit Mm -hmm. and I'm concerned that I may have re-injured my shoulder Um, lately just a little bit of tingling uh, some pain and stuff I haven't felt since post-surgery so I'm just trying to figure out all the paddling I did all the training all the hard work I did and how could I have done it you know, this last offseason after... So here's,
0: you know. here's the the answer. First, let's break down with some clapper vision exactly what the rotator cuff and the infraspinatus and superspinatus that you're talking about that you tore. So yeah. apropos to this weekend's football games, we're going to see Bill Belichick on the sidelines, and if it's cold, he'll be wearing his hooded sweatshirt. Yes. I want you to see Bill Belichick and that beautiful punum, the face that he has... That's like, look, he is a walking humerus bone. It's not very funny because look at him, but he's the walking arm bone, the humerus bone. His face is instead of a face, eyes, nose, and mouth is articular cartilage. That's the cartilage of the ball of the ball and socket joint of your arm. When he wears the hooded sweatshirt, he's covering his ears, both of them, and he's covering the hair on top of his head. When he wears the hooded sweatshirt, that's exactly what your arm bone looks like to me, an orthopedic surgeon, because the cartilage is his face and the rotator cuff muscles are literally the hoodie of the hooded sweatshirt. So his right ear is covered by material, the hooded sweatshirt. That is the infraspinatus muscle. The the other ear is covered by the subscapularis, and the top of his head, the hood, is the supraspinatus. So if you think about it, the material of the hood on top of his head is the muscle on top of the ball and that lets you lift your arm above your head when it fires. The muscles that are on either side of the ball steer the ball left and right, okay, as they pull. So they externally and internally rotate your arm, like touching your belly button is internal rotation that's the hooded sweatshirt on his left ear let's say and when it contracts it lets your arm go to your belly button with your elbow belt bent at 90 degrees if you want to take your arm off your belly button to shake someone's hand the muscle on his right ear contracts and that actually is the infraspinatus to lift your arm up supraspinatus so you have torn the hooded sweatshirt on top and on one of the ears this happened because over decades you started to develop a bone spur that dug into the tendon and as part of the surgery done by your surgeon I assume in San Diego was to get rid of the bone spur that tore into the hooded sweatshirt that allowed the muscles to pull off the bone and what he did surgery wise was get rid of the bone spur reattach the tendon into the bone sometimes we do it open when they're really big tears, and oftentimes we prefer, if we can, to do it arthroscopically. Now, after you've had your surgery, and I'm assuming he did a beautiful repair because you were able to get back into the ocean and do all that you did, and now you're feeling these kinds of pains, well, I'm here to tell you, the bone spur did not grow back this quickly. So why in a 50-year-old could you potentially tear it all over again? And the answer, Kobe Bryant, father time. It's because of the slow, steady deterioration of the collagen, losing the elasticity. This is why it's fatiguing and it's breaking down. It's not for the same reason that it tore to begin with. So I wouldn't get depressed that, uh uh-oh, you're going to need more surgery on your shoulder. But what's happening is you need to listen to the boss. I'm not the boss. You're not the boss. Your wife thinks she's the boss, but she's not the boss. Your shoulder is the boss, and that is because you must use the pain to guide you. Though Right away in our society, you go to the doctor, they give you Advil, they give you a cortisone shot, and they treat the symptoms. Don't do that, because if you make the pain go away artificially with a shot or a pill, which is what the drug companies love to do, you will now make the area numb, you won't feel it, you'll continue to bash at it in the ocean, And you will destroy your rotator cuff to the point that we can't fix it anymore. And don't believe that PRP and stem cells are going to come to your rescue. They're not. So you now, Jeffrey, need to recognize that your technique, and again, I'm sure you have beautiful technique, but I'm not the one you have to negotiate with. It's your shoulder that you have to talk to. It's time for you to change up how you're exercising and how you're paddling, Maybe you have to be a stand-up paddler. Maybe you have to use a different board. Something has to change. If you don't, and it's not like you're not strong. I'm sure you're as strong as an ox. It has nothing to do with that. It is an old car that's starting to break down, and that's what's basically happening. So enjoy your 50th birthday. You have what's known at Cedar sinai as altococceritis. You're now getting older, and you need to modify how you're training to deal with the pain Yes, you can get an MRI, further investigate what it is that's breaking down and how, but don't get depressed if they say we see new tears in your rotator cuff, we want to go back in and do more. There better be a good reason for you to operate on that arm again. I don't want you to have more surgery. I want you to try to make it better holistically without an operation. Information gives you power. So I would advocate you want to know what's up? For sure. The best way to look inside without doing an operation, get a new MRI. That's fine. I'm not a big fan of dye uh, injections. They hurt and they don't give you that much more information. But get a regular MRI. See the status report, but don't get depressed. I still want you to treat it the way I've just described, where you actually rearrange the way you're working out to suit your shoulder and live happily ever after. I hope that helps.
1: Absolutely. I'm taking the day off. We're going to do a 12-miler today, but I'm getting on a spin bike just for today until I see the doctor. That's right,
0: Jeffrey. God bless you. All right. Have a great day today. Appreciate it. You're very welcome.